Welcome, everyone, to another Eat Speak podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. You know, we've been talking about burgers all over Fort Worth lately, new burger places, uh, great old burger places, favorite burger places. We've run polls. We have a couple of best burger operators with us today. Everybody wants to know about John's or Fred's or Kincaid's or whatever. We've got a couple of great ones here uh, with a brand new, the, maybe the newest burger hangout in town. Uh, we have Gigi Howell from JD's Hamburgers on Camp Bowie West. And then from one of the favorites that's been around a while, Dutch's Hamburgers, 15 years on University Drive. Welcome, Kay Greenlee. Welcome, Gigi and Kay. Thank, Thank you. you. Great to be here. I'd like for both of you to talk about uh, being in the burger business and, and uh, you know, gosh, you know, how many burgers do you eat? Do you still have burgers? And, you know, how did you ever think you'd wind up in the burger business? Uh, Kay, you're kind of the, the senior, uh, and I mean that only in, in uh, 15 years of restaurant, but go ahead and talk about the burger business. Well, it's sure. Um, you know, I started this 15 years ago, came out of a uh, for 21 years and jumped into this with my, uh, with dry feet <laughs> and uh, had a few tears, but it is it is a wonderful experience. Uh, restaurant business, you meet all kinds of wonderful people. You get to fill their bellies and way happy. So um, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Gigi, you've been running what Riata Cafe 203, and now you have your own Burger Empire. Talk about that. I like that empire. Um, yes, I've worked for a Rialto restaurant for almost 20 years. Um, I just told Al the other day, Al McAuliffe, um, that I wouldn't be probably where I am right now were it not for him and and working for him and learning so much um, how to treat people, um, the service industry, all of that. Um, and to have my own place now is is terrifying and exciting all at the same time. And I'm glad that it's burgers. Those are my favorite food, uh, probably, you know, alongside donuts. Um, but uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. And, and we're a weekend now being open. And it has been insane and fun and rewarding. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm having a ball. JD's, before we go too further, JD's is at 9901 Campboy West, uh, out on the far west end of, uh, of Campboy West, uh, past Lupe 20 in the little neighborhood that used to be called Westland, which JD's uses a lot of Westland imagery. It used to be a, just an old farm town with a feed store, and and now it's a, a, a bustling little neighborhood. So that's where JD's is now open uh, with, uh, and, and it's only open nights, nights and weekends for lunch, I think. Is that right, Gigi? That's correct. We want to go ahead and try to make sure we know what we're doing fully in, in the evening before we start opening lunches, but we hope to be open in, at lunch in the next month or two as well. And then uh, Dutch's is at 3009 South University on the TCU drag. Uh, it's a, you know, both of these restaurants, you know, rely on nostalgia and history as part of their theme. Uh, you know, Gigi, talk about the Westland nostalgia, and then Kay will get you to talk about a lot of the TCU nostalgia. Great. Um, yeah, my great grandparents, my grandparents and two sets of great aunts and uncles, um, when they moved to Fort Worth, they settled in the Westland area and it was predominantly called Westland, even though it was West Fort Worth. Um, I grew up out there on the weekends and during the summers, barefoot, playing around in Mary's Creek, crawdad fishing and 
going up to the filling station and getting candy bars and Cokes and just putting it on my grandmother's tab. It was just, it was just a small little area. Everybody knew each other. Um, you, you might have somebody else's kids at your house for two days and they'd go home. Eventually we went in when the street light came on. It was just, it was a perfect place to grow up. Um, and, and I, I didn't grow up there specifically, but spent a lot of time out there. Um, and when this particular, um, property became available, my partner, Burke Harvey brought me out there and said, well, what do you think about this? And to be honest, I think anybody else probably would have taken one look at it and cried or run or something. But it was the Naughty Pine Tavern. It was an old wood paneled flophouse beer joint on the highway. That is correct. And then right after that, it was called The Last Call. And the Chula Chaser bike group um, used that as their clubhouse. Um, which they're an incredible group. They've raised almost a million dollars over the last 10 years for MHMR in Tarrant County. They're now our next door neighbors and they're, they're awesome. Um, but, you know, Burke and I looked at that place and, and saw something that I don't know a lot of people could have seen. And it just, it meant a lot to me to be out there and to kind of try to bring back that area. It's, it's named JD's after my grandfather, JD Jemison, um, who built his own home out there just down the street from where we are. I have great grandparents who had a home down the street, great aunt and uncle. Um, my uncle was the contractor and we're just kind of trying to bring back that area, make it feel more family friendly. We have a huge backyard that we really want people to just come and and visit and enjoy. And we want to build great relationships and, and make that place a destination again. Okay. Talk about some of the history at Dutch's and then Steve, after that, ask them about their hamburger. <laughs> I will. All right. Well, we all know that you know, Dutch has been here 15 years. We opened in May of 2007. And we, um, of course, are right across the street from TCU. Um, a lot of our, our history and our building is really intriguing. To, uh, but I believe that you helped me look up some of that information the, um, of the building and some history. It's been, um, of course, it was John's Grill uh, before we uh, stepped in. And then I think before that, it was Frankel Burgers. And it's been a beauty shop. It's been, I think, a washeteria. So the history in this building alone is, is something fun to study. Um, when we opened up in 2007, uh, we had just the burger side. And then we expanded in 2018. We, we took over the building next to us and opened up um, a bar, uh, which is obviously connected right to the burger side as well. And we now sell you know beer and liquor as well. And then we took a leap of faith in 2019 and opened up the burrito bar. So we kind of have three businesses in one. Um, we love being right in the heart of TCU. Uh, the faculty, the staff, the students have been just wonderful to us. And it's so much fun to watch these kids, you know, come in as scared little freshmen and um, end up, you know, confident uh, TCU alumni, and they still come back. Uh, watching the parents come in, and and every year, year after year, um, it's it's a lot of fun to work here just with the acquaintance that you you make. And you become a game day tradition, kind of like Kincaid's has been for many right. years. Steve, go ahead, ask them about the beef. Well, I was just. Uh... One of the things that <laughs> I really like 
Yeah, Dutch is, is the onion rings, the batter on the <laughs> onion rings. So uh, I want to start with that picture. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty amazing, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. How, how'd that come about? I have a little trick on them, too. If you can uh, buy a side of queso. I know that sounds strange. Uh -huh. Side of queso and dip your onion rings in the queso. Oh, my gosh. It's a life changer. It's wonderful. <laughs> so... Uh, they are, you know, our beer battered onion rings, and they do have um, the 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 pepper in them. Um, just take a bite, and boy, it just your mouth just opens up with flavor. Yeah, it has those big chunks of pepper. Yes. And you actually also do a burger that has like little little onion rings on it. We use the same batter that on our onion rings. Um, these are just more. Uh, they're skinny, and they also have jalapenos in them as well. Um, they are pretty yummy. That's become a very popular burger. So about what size patties do you have? We have a half pound patty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a substantial burger. Yes, it is. It's, it's definitely filling. It's a good one to share. If you're not big into, uh, if you can't eat a lot, it's great to share. And then, uh, Gigi, uh, let's see, there, there's this one burger picture you sent me that, uh, that one just really calls my name. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, that that lit up everybody's eyes when they saw it on social media. So that is a good one. That is the um, Hatch Chili Queso Burger. Um, it's got caramelized onions on it as well. Um, we do a quarter pound patty, but you have the option to add as many patties as you'd like because you know people like a thin burger. Some people don't. So we're just kind of trying to cater to everyone on the beef. Um, and our beef is actually out of Flatonia, Texas, down in South Texas. Um, it's Heartbrand beef, um, a Texas raised Wagyu, and it is absolutely delicious. Um, the first day that we could cook on the griddle, uh, we didn't have anything in but the buns and the beef, and we couldn't wait to cook. So we just made burgers with just buns and beef. And just like that, it was delicious. Just in, in, uh, Kay can attest to these buns. Um, these buns fantastic. And that beef, it was just so good. We didn't even have to put anything else on it. But now add this other stuff to it, and it's incredible. Yeah, so both of you use the same sweet sardo bun. Go ahead, Steve. What's, what, I could see, like, these caramelized onions peeking at, from underneath this uh, molten cheese. Yes. And it looks like it's, uh, what's in the cheese? So it's hatched chili. Um, mm -hmm. Then we're bit of uh, tomato and there's a little bit of red pepper in there as well. Um, and then we pour that over the caramelized onions. We put those out on the griddle and get them nice and crispy and soft all at the same time. And they're so delicious. Then, you just ought uh, to put a big sign on these. It says 9901 Camp Bowie West. That's like, yes. <laughs> you know, all these burgers from both restaurants look great. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. And what about this one? It looks, looks like it has some hot sauce on it. So that's the blue cheese um, and bacon buffalo burger. Um, we make our buffalo sauce. Um, so it's the patty. Then we do a little bit of blue cheese, let that melt. Then we uh, put that on the bun and drizzle our um, buffalo sauce over that. And that's on the jalapeno bun. And then uh, this one looks like it has peaches in it. It does. So um, my partner also has curlies um, and they do a Parker County peach um custard and so 
they spend a lot of the summer trying to get peaches um, from Parker County while they can. So what we do is go ahead and get as many of those as we can, dice them up, and we put them off in the freezer so that we can use Parker County County peaches as long as possible. So we just take a fresh pico that we make, and then we um, add in diced peaches. So that's going to have the patty. It's going to have bacon. Then we do a Swiss cheese, and we put that Parker County peach pico de gallo over the top of that. Wow. So uh, all, all these are pretty practical burgers. Like none of these is a, a uh, you know, peanut butter and, uh, mm-hmm. and banana or anything like that. What do you all think of some of the extreme burgers that you see people trying to do? Uh, I mean, the, I love these cheeses and peppers and onions, and, and I like the Parker County peach. Okay, but what do you think of some of these other tricked out burgers? Personally, I said, well, everybody has their own taste. And, you know, it is fun to mess around with different combinations. We do a, uh, just kind of on the side, a a, a crispy chicken sandwich with peanut butter on it. It's, uh, you never know what flavors are going to go together. Um, But uh, I'm not, I don't like to experiment too much. (laughs) I think they're fun to try. I don't, we will probably not ever do any crazy burgers um, at JD's. We want to kind of keep it traditional and, and something where people come in and, you know, you're ordering, you don't know if you're going to like it. We're going to give you a great burger. And to be fair, I think Rose does an incredible job at doing all those kind of off the wall burgers and they're delicious. And I love to go there and eat those burgers. Um, but we probably won't do those. And they have some really good ones and some of the other other people who've tried to do, uh, you know, honey and pomato cheese or something like that. It, you know, it, it kind of gets away from the basic burger concept. Uh, where did you all start eating burgers? What's the burger of your memory that you loved growing up? Well, I remember it used to be where uh, the uh, burger place is on Granbury Road, uh, but now I can't even think of it it used to be Hass's hamburgers back in charlie's it it's used to charlie's be, now yeah it used to be Hass's hamburgers back in the day when i lived because i've always lived in this area and we used to get those burgers quite often they were delicious and so that's kind of where i first started you know eating my burgers and loving them that was really good at a nice little place i think they recently redecorated for the first time since it was Hass's, but it, uh, you know that, that that was a good little poppy seed bun burger what about you, Gigi? Um, the malt shop out toward Weatherford. Oh, um, yeah. I have an aunt that lives out in Aneta. Um, and, you know, I, like I said, I would spend my weekends with family out on the west side or out in Weatherford. And we would go to the malt shop all the time. I still love to go to the malt shop. If I'm out that way, I will make a point to be able to go by there, whether it's to get a shake or a burger. Um, I grew up. I love that. It was just that griddled bun and the uh, beef, so delicious. Um, and, and you know, I love Dutch's. Dutch's is the place that I go to, you know, whenever I'm going someplace close, I always run over to Dutch's. I love that burger. I appreciate Okay, no, bu- <laughs> you're going to have to go to JD soon. Now, both <laughs> of you have some I- other burgers in the neighborhood that people are talking about a lot. Uh, you know, I, I, Gigi, I know you went and saw Quincy at Fred's when he opened up. Uh, Kay, have you been over to John Bennell's John's Grill at all? Uh, I, tell me about your new competition. Um, I have not been there yet. Um, 
my uh, 40th, uh, 30th wedding anniversary is on uh, on Monday, and we kind of thought we might go try John's on uh, on on Saturday or Sunday. Um, so I'm kind of anxious to try it then. Um, I'm excited about it. I think um, uh, the, this burger place is going to bring in even more people to the TCU area. We're going to be feeding Fort Worth burgers, Fort Worth people, lots of burgers. Um, I'm excited to have them here, excited to have them here. I think it's going to be a positive thing for the TCU community and for the neighborhood. Agreed. And Gigi, y'all seem pretty excited about uh, all the attention to Cantboy West for you and Fred's and, and even go up to the new Grumps and River Oaks and Charlie's uh, or Tommy's at Ridgemar Mall and uh, Fuego Burger on Benbrook Highway. You're, you're kind of pump up all the West Side burgers. Well, I'm telling you, it is the Fort Worth restaurant community across the board is very supportive of one another. Um, I, I've never... I just don't think you're going to go to another city and you're going to have people that support each other like they do here. It's not competition. Um, it's more welcome to the family. Quincy called me whenever I first started this. Quincy was at my friends and family. He always checks in. Um, and John has checked in. It, it's, it doesn't matter what, um, what restaurant sort of scene you're in, everybody takes care of everybody else. And I think that became very apparent during the pandemic. You had one restaurant buying dinners from another restaurant for their staff and then so on and so forth. It went all the way around. Um, so I don't feel like there's any competition. I think it's a lot of fun and um, we're all great friends. And honestly, I think it'd be great if we could find a little spot out near Westland and do like a burger festival just for fun, have everybody come out and maybe whatever money we get, we put towards something that's very meaningful to everybody in the community. Right. And I, you know, I, people have asked me what I thought about, you know, our new competition and I don't see it as competition. I it more as a partnership you know we are all in this together we all know the pandemic did a number on all of us and it's it's been difficult you know from you know every everything is is more difficult to find the prices are just way out of mm -hmm. way and you know we all have to work together so you know i don't i don't look at this as a competition at all i look at it as a partnership and we all work together. I'm I'm very excited to have all these new burger places here. Uh, and you know, we all offer a different type of, of atmosphere as well. And so, you know, it just um, it just adds to our community and to our neighborhood. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't take away from one more than the other. I should mention across from Gigi's too, Dane's Craft Barbecue, who's moved in across the street to, up at the where she used to go get the, that uh, Coke and a, and a candy bar as a and Dane's has burgers on Fridays and Sundays uh, out of the barbecue truck in his opening restaurant. So he's also known for that. Uh, Steve, do you have any other burger questions? Or are you a mustard or mayonnaise guy? Well, I'm more of a mustard person. My wife likes mayonnaise, but uh, Gigi, I was wondering, we talked about Dutch's onion rings. Do y'all have some sort of side thing that y'all do? Is it fries or something? Or Oh, yeah. We do. We have uh, we have hand cut fries. We have sweet potato fries. We have excellent onion rings. But what has just blown up from the moment we opened are our okra fries. So oh. we take okra and we cut them long way. We just throw them in the fryer without batter, uh, take them out, and then we toss them in some really great seasonings. And they're crispy and light and delicious. And 
and we served them with our um, secret sisters sauce. Um, and I can tell you, we can't even keep okra in the building hardly. Um, people are raving over it, and, and they, it's delicious. I mean, I'm going to have to agree with them, I think. Uh, that's well, also I really good. like you know, okra, so that sounds really good. Yeah, the only place that had that was Tributary Cafe, uh, the Cajun place over on Rice Street. And they have uh, the flash fried okra, and they also... Uh, Put it on salads, so the salad with the little fried okra strips on top. But that works real well. That'll that'll be something. I, I guess I could just come out and get a big order of okra, and now I'd have to get a burger. What am I saying? Absolutely, <laughs> but I'm, why would you want to do that, Bud? What about you two? Are you mustard or mayonnaise? Uh, I like both of them. I like yeah. burger, and maybe even a little bit of ketchup. Yeah, I like a little bit of ketchup, but I also like a little bit of spice to it. Um, Cholula makes a green sauce that's really good, and I like to Oh, put yeah. Lum, yum. All the right. Cholula green sauce is a, is a, is a, a well-kept soup. And actually, I've been putting on that on uh, burgers at Old Neighborhood Grill over on Park Place. I didn't know that you had that. So, yeah, the Cholula green sauce is excellent. Good. It is good. Any other burger talk, burger? Oh, I guess I should mention that you all both come from, you know, kind of some burger uh, legacies, I guess. I mean, Dutch is, of course, founded by Lou Lambert and originally Grady Spears, although a lot of Lou, and I think it's still Grady's Chili over there. And then, uh, and then of course, you know, you're Gigi. I mean, gosh, you know, all these years working for the McAuliffe's and Riata, uh, you've worked for some good beef and burger people along the way. Absolutely. I have. And, you know, I worked for Lou Lambert for a while, too, whenever he had Lambert's over off White Settlement Road. Um, that was a great, fun place to work. Um, and, you know, my partner, Burke, he he's uh, had his few places that have some great burgers, too. So um, Rogers have- Roundhouse is really, really good. And Rogers Roundhouse is a great place to get a burger that's open till 2 a.m., by the way. Absolutely. If, if it's 1.30 in the morning and you want a burger, go to Rogers Roundhouse. Yeah, the burger is excellent. Um so, you know, I think, and, and it goes again back to just being in the restaurant community in Fort Worth, you pick up so many great things along the way, whether it's you learn a new way to be hospitable to people or you learn a new way to cook something or or just cater to the people of Fort Worth. And, and I, I can't say enough again about the whole restaurant community. And that's why I'm happy to be here with Kay. I mean, that's been my burger, my go-to. Well, gosh, how long has it been since we've seen each other? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been, I think the last time I saw you, I was in line, and you were just super busy behind the counter, and it was a quick wave and moving on. Keeps me young. <laughs> like that. Kay, is there any connection between Dutch's and the other, uh, Lou's other new ventures, Roy Pope or the Paris? Is there any crossover no. in anything? No. Um, Lou has a lot of other things, a lot of irons in the fire. Um I think I he realizes that I'm busy enough just doing the burger side, the burrito side, and the bar side. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay right here and uh, let him venture on and do a bunch of other things. <laughs> and you all have enchiladas now in the burrito bar, is that right? You know, we started that, and then you know we have had a really difficult time with staffing, and we had to kind of put that on hold. We do have plans to bring that and fajitas to, into the burrito bar. Uh, we're just waiting to get better staff. We're almost there. Um, now that the kids are back, the burrito bar is so so busy. I'm not real sure we could handle that. It might have to be more of an off-season thing that we do. Um, 
Doug and I are discussing that and trying to figure out where we want to go with that. But well, we every, have a everybody's swamped. We're great. We're, we're grateful both of you had time to talk with us today. Gigi, well, were you going to say something? No, I was just I was just agreeing with Kay that you know staffing has been difficult. Um, I feel like it's starting to come back a little bit, Kay. I feel turning a corner, um, and and like she was saying earlier, uh, getting goods has been quite difficult. And then when you can get them, they're extremely expensive. Um, and for the most part, all of our guests have been super understanding. They know what it's like for us right now. And so um, it's just been great for the community to come in to this new restaurant um, and, and welcome us and be patient with staffing and be patient with pricing and things like that. So um, I've just had a great experience the past week, and I really appreciate y'all giving me an opportunity to come on here and speak with you. Yes, Steve, do you have any other questions for our burger guests? No, I'm, at, I'm I'm ready to go grab a burger now. <laughs> I think I am, too. Those pictures, you know, our guest today, Gigi Howell of, J, of uh, JD's, 9901 Camp Bowie West on the far west side of Fort Worth outside Lupe 20, and Kay Greenlee of Dutchess, 3009 South University. Thank you both for coming on to talk all the new burgers in town and uh, kind of have a burger lunch. And now I guess we need to go get some burgers. Yeah, until next time. <laughs> thank you both. Until next time, I'm about Kevin. Thank you. Have a great day.